Hello. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Jennifer Slattery, and after this short word from our sponsor, we'll dive into today's Bible verse, John 14, 18. Did you know that the Salvation Army not only provides services to those in need, but we also produce a network of Christian podcasts you can listen to on your favorite podcast store? One of these shows, Words of Life, is a 15-minute weekly show featuring interviews, testimonies, Bible studies, and more. In April, we'll once again hear from author and pastor Natalie Runyon. She has created a new six-week discipleship course for women to talk about community, women in leadership, accountability, and more. We want discipleship to be what's drawing people, not bounce houses. They're more likely to come back and not just to be entertained. Even in me, you know, making him have to pry it from my hands, he was still saying, but I have something better. It was because of the redeemed saying so, of telling the story of what God had done. When we point people to him, they're going to want to know him. Listen to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit wordsoflifepodcast.org. Today's Bible verse is John 14, 18. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. On the night before his death, knowing his disciples, the men who had left everything to follow him, would feel abandoned and alone, Jesus said, in essence, you will never be alone. I will be with you. I will not leave you as orphans. And though he would leave them physically, He would never truly be gone. He would remain with them for all eternity, and he would live within them, as would God the Father and God the Holy Spirit. Whatever the disciples faced or encountered, they would never face it alone. Now, this must have confused them. The entire evening probably left them confused, wondering which of Jesus' words to take literally and which were meant as a parable of some sort. So he was known for speaking in word pictures. And they probably hoped that was what he was doing here. To think that Jesus, their master, their teacher, the Messiah, who had led them step by step, miracle by miracle, lesson by lesson for three years, would soon leave. And they couldn't follow. From a human perspective, Christ's timing couldn't have been worse. This was at the height of his ministry. The masses, hungry, sick, hurting, desperate, and demanding crowds, they followed him wherever he went. And that had to feel overwhelming to the disciples, even with the miracle-working Son of God in their midst. So by this point in his ministry, Jesus had also attracted a great deal of heat from the religious leaders. They had gone from curious to annoyed to contemptuous to enraged. In other words, this was a fruitful season, and it was also a stressful and tumultuous season in their ministry. A time when fear and insecurities tend to rise in the most confident men. A time when people most need their leaders to lead. Now recognize prior to this point, the disciples had relied on Jesus for everything. They had grown dependent on him, as they should have, and as they needed to remain. But I don't know if they fully understood that yet. They, they wouldn't, in fact, until Pentecost when they received the Holy Spirit. When they received spiritual eyes to see spiritual realities and to live in spiritual power. With an intimacy with Christ that 
they really couldn't understand prior to his death and resurrection. Yes, they had lived with him. They had served with him. They had prayed and ate with him for three years. They had constant access to God the Son, the one who heard directly from and communicated directly to God. So in essence, their bridge. But everything was about to change. Soon they wouldn't just hear or learn about God. They wouldn't simply see his working from afar or even from up close. They would experience him personally. They would have all of him, not just with them, but living within them. Now, this wasn't a consolation prize. This was the best gift Christ could have given them. It is for your good that I'm going away, he told them in John 16. Unless I go away, the advocate, now that was speaking of the Holy Spirit, will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you, he said. It was for their benefit that Jesus, the one with the power to raise the dead, to feed the masses from one child's lunch, to silence the scholarly, it was to their benefit that the one who regularly communed with God the Father went away. Although, as he'd already promised, he wasn't truly going away because he would be with them always, but in a different and more powerful way. It was good that he was leaving them in the flesh, It was good that he was about to die and would then ascend to heaven because then the Holy Spirit would come, would come and reside within the disciples. Soon they would have resurrection power within, and this power would give them perfect wisdom in their most challenging situations, strength when they felt like they didn't have one ounce of strength left to give, courage when everything within them wanted to run the other way. God the Spirit would teach them all things, would remind them of all things, and would equip and empower them for all things. After Christ's death and resurrection, that was precisely what they experienced. They were living examples of the power of the gospel, and the watching world was never the same. God wants to live within us, and he wants us to live with that same supernatural power. To be active and undeniable examples of a life transformed by the resurrected Lord. Our lives should leave people confused, confounded, with no other explanation except that we belong to our all-powerful, death-defying, supernatural Lord. If we belong to Jesus Christ, we already have everything we need. We have all of God. The question is, will we give him all of us? Will we yield to the presence and the power within? Will we live as if we're orphans, forced to rely on our own strength and our wisdom, forever turning to ourselves? Or will we live as the holy loved, irrevocably called, and fully empowered children of God that scripture says we are? That's our choice. Will we live as if we're orphans, forced to rely on our own strength and our own wisdom, forever turning to ourselves, Or will we live as the holy loved, irrevocably called, and fully empowered children of God that scripture says we are? Let's pray. Jesus, you are with us always. You did not leave us as orphans. Because of your death and resurrection, we have been adopted by God. We are his beloved children. And we have all of you, all of God the Father, all of God, the Holy Spirit, all of the time, living with us and residing within us. Help us 
to turn to you when we feel alone, when we're hurting, when we're weak, when we're tired. Remind us of your constant presence and teach us to live in that reality. Teach us to live as your fully empowered, irrevocably called, deeply loved children. In your name, Lord Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, a production of Life Audio and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed this episode, would you leave us a rating and review in your favorite podcast app? It helps us connect to more listeners like you. This episode was produced by Kelly Gibbons and Stephen Sanders, with executive oversight by Stephen McGarvey. We want to thank our wonderful hosts, Jennifer Slattery and Grace Fox. You can hear more from Jennifer by visiting jenniferslatterylivesoutloud.com. And you can find out more from Grace by visiting gracefox.com. For more inspirational, faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. Christmas. For most kids, it's the most joyful time of the year. But this Christmas, 1.5 million children will spend the holiday separated from a parent because their mom or dad is behind bars. Prison Fellowship Angel Tree needs churches in our communities to volunteer to bless local children with a gift, the gospel, and a loving message from their parent. I believe this is an incredible opportunity for our listeners to share the love of Jesus this Christmas. Many of Prison Fellowship's partner churches continue ministry to local Angel Tree families after Christmas is over. Through this ongoing care, Prison Fellowship Angel Tree strengthens and encourages families every day. Angel Tree wouldn't be possible without the help of faithful volunteers. If you're ready to make an eternal impact in your community, please register today at angeltree.org backslash church. That's angeltree.org backslash church. Miracles are everywhere. Let our adventure begin! Discover Pure Flix, your premium streaming service where faith and family values come home. Ready to have some fun? The most exclusive selection of quality, wholesome movies and series that will uplift your spirit. A man can argue whether God exists, but when he looks at his daughters, he knows. With new arrivals every week. Unbelievable. Save big and enjoy the possibilities, like invitations to exclusive theatrical screenings. I see it, so I believe it. Find out more by joining today at pureflix.com. Often we believe our questions mean we don't have faith, but I believe Jesus loves our questions. Our questions are windows into heaven. I'm Caden Fabrizio, and on the Questions with Caden podcast, we ask and answer one question per episode as relevantly and biblically as possible. Questions about fear, anxiety, depression, addiction, and so much more. Don't worry, your questions, they're not going to scare Jesus, so ask away. Listen and subscribe now at lifeaudio.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.